0: So, today, um, in the time that we have left, I want to be very um, deliberate about what I feel God laid on my heart for you this morning. I actually went to bed last night prepared to speak a message about Pentecost and Pentecost, what it is to us, but um, I couldn't get this verse out of my mind. and we'll get to it in a moment, so don't feel you've got to race through and try and keep up with me. I'll tell you where I want to go. Um, But uh, it's this voice, and I guess the theme for for this month is it's junk in your trunk, right? Um, Which is really funky. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, But I wasn't even going to preach on that this morning because Pastor Phil told me what he'd done and... (laughs) Told me what others were doing, and he said, "You just do whatever you like." And so I was going to go down this other track, but when I woke up this morning at about quarter past five, I was like, "I can't get this verse out of my mind." And it's Mark twelve, verse thirty to thirty-one, and we'll get there in a in a moment. But it just says this: "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength." And the second is, "Love your neighbor as yourself." There is no greater commandment than these, and I had put some thoughts together some time previous, not for this congregation, but but this is what I woke up with the thought I have to probably deliver this morning. Um, so I'm going to go from that. I, I put together a PowerPoint this morning that um, the title of the message was, Keep Your Light Shining Bright. Um, so... If we can just keep flicking through, because Matthew 5 says you are the light of the world, and I was going to talk about, you know, um, John three sixteen. it's basically a, a roadmap for how we should live um, our lives, in that it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. And if we go to the next slide, please... It's simply effective light is, and we'll click all those ones on, it's loving, it's giving, it's believing, it's not condemning, it's saving. So they were all the things that were from John 3, 16, 17, and I could elaborate on those. But I really want to go on this, the junk in your trunk thing about the obstacles to keeping our light effective, being the light of the world. And um, so let's go to that, that next verse and we'll just leave it up there for a moment. Mark 12, verse 30, 31 says, Love the Lord your God with all your... Can you say the yellow words with me? Heart. And with all your... Soul. And with all your... Mind. And with all your... Strength. We're just going to have that verse. won't even worry about the next one. To me, if that's what we've got to do... And I know if I was to go back to Matthew chapter 5 and talk about you are the light of the world, it says, let your good deeds shine before men. But if we're supposed to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, sometimes there are obstacles to us actually doing that. And so I'm going to talk about those and perhaps a way that you can fix it if you're struggling with that. Because, I mean, I've read that verse so many times. Is that because of the plate in my head? not well, scanning. Um, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I've read that, and there are times where I go, to try and do it. I don't know about you, but like you read verses like that and you go, Well, how do you do that? I mean, I love your Lord with all my heart. With all my soul. <laughs> With all my mind, I'm concentrating on it. And with all my... And then there are other days where I just don't feel like it. So we're just going to go through these really quickly and work out how we can overcome what are, what are the, what's the reason why we can't love him the way we should and how we can deal with that. Okay? So probably two minutes on each one. The first one is this. It's hard to love the Lord God with all your heart because sometimes past sorrows shatter your heart. There are people in this room this morning and online who are like me. You've gone through some really difficult things in life, and you know the Bible says to love the Lord God with all your heart, but your heart's broken, you're shattered. Past sorrows and things that have happened to you, it just seems to cloud the light in your life. It may not be all the time, it might just be at certain seasons, but this light that you're going to let shine doesn't seem to shine because there are times where this uh, Matthew chapter 5 where it says, you are the light of the world and it goes about not putting a basket over the light. Sometimes a basket comes over your light because the sorrows that you're reminded of in your past almost snuff out the light. I've been there, I think about things that have happened in my life even recently where I thought I knew what God wanted me to do, where I thought I knew why God had called me where he called me to be, then suddenly it's been taken away, violently taken away from me and Anxiety and strife has been put on my life and the sorrow of losing what I had is there as a constant reminder. I get emails that come to my phone and they're from a lawyer or they're about a certain circumstance and I look at them and instantly sorrow comes to me again and it's almost like this sorrow dims the light. And for some of you here today, sorrow is the junk in your trunk that's stopping you having effective light in your life. Well, if we can go, just click the next thing. Um, Oh, next, Next one, we'll go through them all. Next one, next one, next one. Psalm 76, I think, is the thing that has helped me to overcome these past sorrows that shatter my heart. Then I remembered the worship songs I used to sing in the night seasons and my heart began to fill again with thoughts of you. If you're struggling with past sorrows let's sing a song but sing it with purpose over your life and you say oh I don't have any songs but songs take you to a place don't they if I was to start singing a wiggle song this morning <laughs> other than you throwing things at me when wiggle songs come they take me to a house that I used to live in when my daughter was about two years old and Jeff needed to wake up If I heard that again, I wanted to get a pillow and suffocate Jeff so they'd stop singing about it. But that song takes me to a place. Anybody else know any songs that take you to a place? Well, I have some songs in my heart that take me to a good place in God. And if I want my heart that is shattered to overcome those past sorrows, Psalm says, remember the worship songs I used to sing in the night seasons? and my heart begins to fill again with thoughts of you. Can I encourage you that this morning, for some of you who were broken as we stood at the front here, just sing that song that we sung this morning over and over again. And where those brokenness... Don't go and listen to a country and western album. (laughs) My wife left me and shot the dog. Why do we do that? We're going through sorrow and we put on sad songs. You're better off putting on silly songs with Larry or something, better off putting on an uplifting song. One of the songs that always gets me up when I'm feeling low is I'm trading my sorrows. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Anyone know that song? It doesn't matter if you know it, I know it and it lifts my heart and it gives me thoughts of Him again. Next one, next obstacle. So that one was personal. Um, and This one is personal sins that suffocate your soul. Sometimes we carry sin in our life that suffocate our mind and our will and our emotions. And we need to get them out of our life. If you feel like your light can't shine, perhaps there's some sin that's undealt with in your life. You don't have to confess it to me. The great thing is, it says here if we confess our sins, he, capital H, not he little h Jamie or he little h Phil, it's he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. You know, one of the great things in the Catholic Church, I guess, in one sense, is those little boxes. I don't even know if they still have them when you go in and you say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned, and then they confess their sin because it gives them the opportunity to speak it out. But for us, we don't do that in here. I don't think, do you have a little box down the back? And it goes straight to Facebook Live while someone's in there. (laughs) Some of you, you've got sin. I've had sin in my life that, has, that I have not confessed to God. The funny thing is, confessing sin to God is like telling your mother that she's a woman. He knows it. But the power in your confession is that it brings it into His light and gets rid of it. So, not only this morning do you need to overcome your past sorrows that have shattered your heart but you also need to deal with your personal sin that is suffocating your soul. 1 John verse 9 9 says, if we confess our sin he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. The next one, present storms that bamboozle your mind. Anyone going through some stuff that just blows your mind? You just go, I just don't know how I got here. I remember some of the things I used to go through that used to bamboozle my mind. I wish I could go through them again because they just don't seem to bother me anymore. I was talking to my son, he's 19, right? He's just out of school a couple of years. He's second year apprentice. We're driving along in the car the other day, he goes, Dad, how easy was school? But when he was there, it wasn't easy. And when I was there, it wasn't easy. And I'm sure when I was there, the teachers said it wasn't easy either. But some of the things that used to bamboozle my mind floored me and some of you going through some of those things right now but here's a great verse for you Philippians 4 verse 6 and 7 says do not be anxious about anything it's not telling you you're not going to feel anxious it just says don't be anxious sometimes we have feelings of anxiety but we've got to fight against them and not be those feelings but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart's and your minds in Christ Jesus. Can I just give you a real practical tip right now? I was going through de- depression and anxiety back in 2018 to the point where I spent two weeks at home on the lounge, didn't get off except to go to the toilet and have a shower. Didn't go to bed, didn't leave the house, held a remote in my hand and just stayed there. It's terrible. terrible. I remember going to a psychologist. They said to me, a few things. (laughs) They said, do some things that actually feed your soul. And so I went to a movie with my son and my family, and it was an animated film that my son had been waiting to come out. And I cried through the whole thing. It was a comedy. And I sat in that movie thinking, am I ever going to feel good again? But I got this other key, and it was to journal. And I've actually got the journal in the car. I wasn't planning to talk about it, so I can't read any of it to you, but I bared my soul before God. I started to journal. I wrote my own psalms. God, when will I ever feel better again? Will I ever feel loved again? I feel so alone. Can you please help me? And it was so good. You say, well, what was that? That's prayer. It was communicating with God the innermost thoughts of my soul. I was so disturbed at the time that I was writing that I had to go and sleep in another room because I kept my wife awake, tossing and turning with my mind, racing, racing, racing. And so I prayerfully wrote pages to God that I've never let anybody read. I've just shared with God and occasionally snippets of it with people that I want to hear it. But that's how you can present your requests to God. And I would thank him at the end of it. Okay, very quickly, the last one, because you've got a roast cooking. The next obstacle is powerless striving that depletes your strength. Sometimes we strive in our own strength. And again, I think I said this one of the last times I was here. Bear saying again, can I apologize? Because I've been coming to this church now 26 years. Um, <laughs> thank you. 26 years I've been visiting this church. And um, I'm sure I've probably said, God won't let you go through anything you can't handle. I want to apologize for lying to you. Because what that intimates is you can handle everything that comes your way. Well, I'm here to tell you this morning, you can't. The real thing I should have said is, God will not let you go through anything you and He can't handle. You were never meant to handle some things on your own. There's a passage of scripture in Psalm 23 that says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. I can't deal with some of the things I'm going through on my own. I've tried in my own strength. I've tried in my own strength, and that's got me to places of darkness. I was never meant to do it on my own. I was meant to do it with him. And so that's why verses like 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 are so important to us because it says, he said to me, my grace, this is God's grace, is sufficient for you and his power is made perfect in what? Weakness. His power is not made perfect in your strength. It's when you can get to the point of acknowledging your weakness that his power (laughs) floods in. So I stood in my lounge crying in 2019 after I was charged with fraud. A charge that carried with it 20 years maximum in prison. I would drop my son to church. I'd come home because he was on the music team and they'd be there at seven. I'd come back home waiting to go to church and I'd turn on a song that would help me in my dark season and I'd cry out to God and just cry and in my weakness he flooded in did I still have tears? Of course I did, I was in weakness. But it wasn't my power that I had to rely on, it was his. Some of you are going through powerless moments right now in yourself. Oh, by the way, if you've never met me before, I've been let off the fraud charge. So you were hoping they'd turn the lights on just in case I'm crawling around the floor going through your purse. (laughs) Yep, my name is uh, Jamie Sharp on this credit card. Yep, that's me. a long story you'll have to give me three weeks to tell you it. but but um in my weakness he became strong and so my encouragement to you this morning is to give your powerless striving over to him and let his power be made perfect in your weakness so because I've done this all out of order it doesn't really make sense but Holy Spirit, I pray that you go beyond the limitations of my ability to be able to make sense of it and put a deposit in the hearts of the people here this morning. The junk that's in your trunk, for some of you, is past sorrows that have shattered your heart. It's personal sin that suffocated your soul. It's the present storms that have bamboozled your mind. And it's powerless striving that has depleted your strength. The band can come back, please, and rescue this. The real anecdote for all of those things is the name that we sung Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You might be in the service this morning and you say, Can we just turn the house lights up a little bit? Because um, I don't even know who I'm talking to, other than the front row, who are very attractive people <laughs> with that dark light on you. Uh, <laughs> You might be here in the service this morning and you say, well, look, that was really nice that we all came together and sung that, but I'm not even into that Jesus stuff yet. That's all right, he's into you. Um, I want to be very clear as I close. God's intention was never religion. God's intention for relation, is relationship with man, not through rules that were made up by men and women, but through... A transaction that he made by giving his son Jesus to die on the cross for you and I you might say well I never asked him to do that no you didn't ask him to do that neither did I but he knew God knew that the wages of our sin or the penalty for our sin is separation from God forever it's death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ So it doesn't matter whether you wanted Him to or not. He's given you a gift that you have to choose to either receive or reject. Some people say, oh, you know, well, if God was a God of love, He wouldn't send anybody to hell. He doesn't. We make a choice to accept His love and forgiveness or reject it. And the gift is eternal life. So you might be in this place this morning, and again, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would go beyond my bamboozled mind and how it comes out of the steve swenson faucet (laughs) i pray that you would continue to speak to people's hearts right now in this moment of decision you might be here this morning and you've either been a part of a religious experience before but you don't know this relationship with god that i'm talking about and you want to take that step You want to say, Steve, include me in your prayer as you close today to say, I want to say yes to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to him, make him my Lord, my boss, get into relationship with him so I can fulfill the destiny that he has for my life. Or perhaps you have done that before and you've walked away from God and you say, I need to come home to him right now. We're all going to pray a prayer as we close of surrendering our life to Christ. But if that's you specifically this morning you say yes steve that's me i want to be included in that prayer would you just raise your hand so i can see it and because it's still dark there i need you to wave to me is it where are you today you say yes steve that's me i need to get my life right with god i want to either commit my life to god for the first time or i want to come home to him i've walked my own way where are you today you say yeah that's me include me in your prayer is anyone here today on my left? right thank you anyone else today thank you anyone else put your hand up nice and high so I can see it anyone else right can we all pray this prayer and if you're watching at home can you please either direct message or or put in the comments there that I want to be included in this prayer let's all pray this prayer dear heavenly father Come on, let's all pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me and gave your only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me. Jesus, I confess I've sinned and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me of all that stuff. I willingly submit to you and I ask you to be my Lord, my boss, and I receive you now as my saviour. Fill me with the Holy Spirit that I might live every day for you, in Jesus' name, amen. Now I believe a supernatural transaction has taken place for those who raise their hand over here and here and others I may not have seen or you at home. A supernatural has a transaction has taken place. The Bible says that if we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He throws our sin in the sea, and forgetfulness, in the sea of forgetfulness. He doesn't remember it anymore. And so you are a brand new creation. Old things are passed away and everything becomes new. But to walk in that newness of life, you need to get alongside somebody. So if you did raise your hand or you're watching and you did want to be included in that prayer please get in contact with Pastor Jamie or somebody that you came with this morning and say I prayed that prayer help me in this next step what I need to do in this journey and so we're just going to finish with whatever you decide um, while I wheel this thing off the side with the chocolates in it uh, and stand behind there and eat them Uh, but God I pray for each person here that you would help us to overcome, that our light would shine, that we are the light of the world, and that our light would not be hidden under a basket, that you would help us with the junk in our trunk, help us to uh, be healed from broken hearts, that our lives would be whole again in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you enjoyed the service. We are praying for you, and we'll see you next week.